to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise, and this is my podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of Finding Calm in the Chaos. I'm Denise Sith. And like, okay, so I'm just like realizing that it's the second week in April. This is insane. Oh my goodness gracious. Anyway, so I actually had something else planned for today's uh, podcast, but I switched it up because I saw... And I counted them exactly. And I did a little tally here on my paper. But as I have been looking through social media, um, I saw 36 posts about people who are struggling. And I thought, I read every single one of them from like the beginning of the novel to the bottom of the novel. And I'm not saying that like like in, in humor to make fun of it. These people were pouring their hearts out. And I will tell you, every single one of the posts hit home. I knew exactly what these people were thinking about. Um, and it, it hit me because like I've literally been at this place multiple times. And what it is, it's people... And it was all over. Some are extroverts, some are introverts. Um, I'm kind of like both. I want to say I used to be an introvert, then I turned into an extrovert, but then I turned into an introvert again. Like, I will, here's what I say, because people are like, get out of here, Denise, you are not an introvert. But I almost want to say, like, I am a closet introvert. Uh, I would rather be inside my house and hanging out there than out entertaining at a party. However, if I am called and I need to be somewhere and I'm out at that said party, I can entertain. I'm on a hundred percent, but I almost feel like I do it to pass the time at this point. Um, uh, I, it's been really hard for a lot of people, um, after, um, the lockdowns and all that, because, you know, we stopped doing a lot of stuff. So like right now I'm forcing myself to go to the grocery store instead of ordering Instacart. Um, it seems like no big deal, but I need to move. Right. And in order for me to do that, I need to get out of the house. Right. People have to stop delivering me shit. Uh, I'm also trying to just get out and do things more. Okay. Like let's, run and do this now. Let's run and do that now. You know, pop Pete in the cards, go get a little treat at the bakery or something like that. Um, so like the lockdowns were really hard for a lot of people. We, we, I think we all acknowledge that part. Um, but these aren't just, I don't know. People were calling themselves introverts and, um, recluses and, they were saying that they were like hermits and they had uh, 
phobia of going outdoors now and it all stemmed it's like just about all this stuff that's going on right and and it's an overload okay we're not just talking about stuff that is that's just related to lockdowns these are people who are in overload because life has started back up and we were on a downtime for so long that now i think a lot of people feel like a little overstimulated a little overtaxed you know and that adds up to stress big time and i mean do you feel this way i sometimes feel this way i've talked about it all the time i tell you guys when i'm having a rough time and um it's difficult to to get back into swing of things basically and so i wanted to just honor these people today in case anybody else felt this way because i know i have and just some things that i did to kind of get out of the funk you know per se and i'm not saying this is a bad thing because this could be just a mild case of you're catching yourself at a really bad time but there were some things said um i feel that that really hit home with me um that could possibly if you know if you sit on it too long and are festering it too long um can turn into some serious situations, right? And so, um, you know, you got stuff going on in your body, your mind, your heart, uh, you know, just with your family, uh, all sorts of stuff. It's amazing. People are mentally, physically, and emotionally drained, period. And I feel that when you are, there's four, I call them the uh, the alleys, okay? The A-L-L-Ys, right? Mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And when you are down on three, you need to fall and grab heavy onto four, okay? You need to take your spirituality and you need to hang on to that with everything you got because God helps that. That's what he's there for. In essence, he's already told us that he's already gonna be, that he's always gonna be there for us. And he has shown us how much he means to us. Um, and it, it's it's something because I found that one of the things, I, I have a very OCD personality, you guys, those who listen all the time, you guys know that. Um, because of my past childhood traumas, I used to take things super personally. And I find that when they do that now, I have to step back and be like, excuse you, little Denise. Big Denise is going to handle this. You don't have to take anything personally, girl, okay? Like, we're handling things like adults now. And that has really helped me step into the situation. That and, of course, leading with kindness will get you worlds ahead of everybody if you just lead everything in your life with kindness. But, you know, when you're so taxed out and you're all stressed and one of the things uh, somebody had mentioned and you know what i if i don't know who listens to my podcast so if this touches or you this triggers something that like you might have mentioned or whatnot no i'm not talking about you personally i pulled things from 30 something posts that triggered me that i understood i was like hey that was me or that is me i have felt that way i feel that way when i'm anxious stressed when it's too much right and 
So I wanted to talk about how I feel with that. And if any of those people listen to the podcast, then, hey, you know what? I hope this helps you like it helped me. Um, because nobody should feel that alone. That's why I started doing this podcast. I'm like, I can't be the only person who has these feelings that goes through all of these crazy emotions every day and this these spiritual journeys and these medical journeys and just life in general. I can't be the only person who feels the way I do. I'm not alone. And you know what I found out? Heck no, I'm not alone. There's a ton of people. Do you know what? I know people are always like telling me, Denise, you know, your podcast does so much for me. I appreciate you. Thank you. You know what? That means everything to me. But you know what? Thank you. Thank every single person for me from the bottom of my heart that listens to this podcast because this is me getting my therapy. This is me. I get so much comfort out of knowing I'm not alone in so many of these subjects because it can be very isolating. And that's what I, that was the, like the overall conclusion or bottom line of all of these posts, this, this feeling of isolation and that you're like, you intentionally want to isolate yourself because you're so just, you're out, right? You're down and out. And then um, you feel personally when you shut off because you need to shut off. We're going to talk about that. Like, don't feel like a lot of times when you do this and you're taxed, you shut down. Okay. I'm trying to like align this. I'm just like flying on the seat of my pants today. I don't even have notes. But I just feel like a lot of people, when you shut down, all of a sudden you're like, um, okay, well, I haven't like vacuumed in two days. Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm poopy. I'm just letting, you know, Mr. Sith down because I'm not vacuuming. I didn't cook. I ordered out again. I was just too tired. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay to feel no K. It, I mean, it simply is. And then I, I saw that it, in some posts it extended to apologies to like friends and family. Listen, you do not have to apologize. We do not have to apologize for shutting down for our own personal sanity. And it, it's just, you just don't have to. For me, I feel that I, I get you. I get the idea because living with lupus, obviously we've talked about this in the past, but for those who are new, you know, when you're living with an autoimmune, any autoimmune, Okay. I've got lupus, RA, a bunch of other crap, but lupus specifically, I mean, I sometimes start the day like with a quarter tank of gas. And if I apologize to everybody for like my medical condition, that's like literally being like, Hey, listen, um, do you have this menu in Braille? Because I'm blind. Um, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. No. No, do not apologize. It is not necessary to apologize. And if your friends and family are true-hearted people who love and appreciate you for who you are and who I am, you don't need to apologize to them. They know. Because by apologizing and feeling sorry for the things we're not doing for our own emotional well-being and physical well-being... 
we're apologizing. It's making us feel better because now it's kind of given us, we're putting on this self-inflicted shortcoming. And we're not shortcoming of anything. Not at all. It's a bunch of bull. We're not shortcoming of anything, people. Okay? It doesn't matter. Uh, the other day, um, I, I saw a couple of people had stated that they felt horrible because they don't know what's wrong with them because um, they go to... Um, they go to go to like an appointment for something or they have an appointment for something or even something scheduled. Uh, a lot of times, you know, I knew that I wanted to schedule this or whatever. And then um, they don't remember it till like the day after. Well, hey, you know what? Welcome to my world. I can't remember anything. It's on my schedule. I have a little calendar that I carry around with me. Um, I, I don't use Google Calendar. I do it, but I transfer everything from Google Calendar onto my little paper one because it's just, I'm a paper person. So I got to have it like tangible in my hands. Um, the electronic stuff doesn't work for me, but whatever works for you. And then you know what else you need to do? Get reminders. Get appointments that send you reminders. Like, please confirm this appointment. Peter's getting his hair done on Sunday. That's what I need. Please confirm you have a massage on Monday. That's what I need. And then I keep it there on my texts and my email. I literally get texts, email, and whatever other kind of, you know, if they have a portal, I get a portal alert. I want all the alerts. Give them to me because that's the only way I'm probably going to show up on time for this appointment. And it's okay. They're important. It's important to show up for that stuff. Because it's to actually fix your physical and, and mental well-being. But if you can't beat yourself up just because you forgot one or two or three, or you're standing in the kitchen right now and you're like, why the hell did I come in here? Probably wanted something. Was it a drink? No, I have a full water. Speaking of water, took a little drink there. Um, I get that. I get that. If I had a dollar every time I went to the store... And I'm like, I'm just going to go with this list and I'm going to buy everything and I'm going to leave and then we're going to be good to go. And then I get to the store and the list is on the counter because I did 15 things before I left and I forgot to put it in my purse. Okay, it happens. Oh, I used to get so mad, right? Now that list is always in my purse. See, you got to like cut your losses where they are. <laughs> I always have like a regular, you know? It's just okay. And I do keep a list on my phone as well. I have a list that I have the boys write down stuff that they need as they run out. I also have it broken down at the stores. Like if you need something from Thrive, here. If you use the dog's last bones, here's the Chewy list. If we're going here, this is for Jewel. This is for fresh time. It's, you got to do what you got to do to make sure you're getting it. But understand, it's like, it's okay. It's okay to stop doing things and to shut down self-preservation i'm going to take a little break on that we'll be right back after the sponsors ad today's episode of finding calm in the chaos is sponsored by reclaimed reclaimed is a one-man brand from chicago illinois specializing in handmade commercial and residential furniture and fixtures the man behind the brand is brian mcquade and the soul of his business is anchored in his handmade wood art pieces. Don't think that these pieces are just ordinary furniture and fixtures. 
These pieces were founded under the notion that art should be affordable to everyone. Each piece is custom designed and crafted with everything he's got, which means you're not getting a plain big box item made in mass, but a personalized, meaningful work of art that will bring compliments from whoever sees your reclaimed piece and joy with you seeing and using your piece daily. Not a single person, I will tell you, walks into my office without asking me about my reclaimed desk and end table. And they can't hang their coats without asking me where I got the cool railroad spike wall coat rack either. Brian's talents go far beyond dust tables and coat racks. Personalized hearts, jewelry boxes, flags, special occasions. It's art, folks. So the possibilities are pretty much endless. You don't have to take my word for it. You can check out the beautiful art of Reclaimed at www.reclaimedchicago.etsy.com. Again, that's www.reclaimedchicago.etsy.com. Or check out and follow them on Instagram at Breclaimed, B-R-E-C-L-A-I-M-E-D. Hello, hello, we're back, we're back, we're back. I'm going to take another sip. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, so we're talking about shutting down, self-preservation mode. You don't have to apologize for it. You just don't. And your friends and family who truly love you and know you are going to understand that. It may not seem like that. And if you do have friends and family who are all like, I can't believe you missed like Toby's birthday party. We have a, hey, you know what? I am too. Click. You know what? There's nothing you could do about that. What are you going to do? Apologize profusely over and over and over and over? Because they're really not good friends and family if they haven't even noticed that you needed to shut the hell down, right? And then maybe you need to have a conversation with that friend or family member. It's okay to do that too. Listen, you don't need to make me feel bad because I'm beating myself up and punishing myself up because you know you do. I'm the same way. Nobody can give me a harsher punishment than the one I will give myself mentally and for way too long. I'm working on that still. Okay. And you just have a talk with them and be like, hey, listen, I'm really sorry that 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 I missed that. But here's the deal. I've been really struggling lately. And it's not just happening with Toby's party. It's happening with pretty much all of my stuff. And I'd really like you to be patient with me right now. And maybe pray for me or whatever, you know, floats your boat, however you deal with that. That'll make a huge difference. It'll make a huge difference. Um, My biggest thing, I don't, um, here's the thing. If if somebody texts me, I text them right back. A lot of people say they have trouble responding to texts. Now, I have a, a personal theory about this. If you have a ton of text messages and they're from friends and family and you're not responding to them, I think you have a bigger issue here. And I don't say that like that makes me any better because I had the same issue, but with something else. And it was a huge indicator for me um, of depression and anxiety. Okay. Um, Depression. I'm such a horrible person. It's better. I leave others alone. That's depression. Okay. So you have to, there's, everyone's always like, oh, depression, anxiety. It's the same thing. 
It's really not, but they're precursors to each other. Okay, they're precursors to each other. So like, it, same situation, but whatever. When you have depression, you're literally saying, I'm I, you're, you're self-inflicting it. I'm such a horrible person. It's better that I leave others alone, right? If you're finding that your self-talk is turning into that, seek out help for depression, right? There's tons of stuff that can help with that, okay? And then anxiety, other people stress me out so much I gotta hide. Like that's your, it's outward, right? So depression is inward, anxiety is outward. You're getting it from outside. It's not you, you're not the problem. They just are so stressful. I'm just gonna stay home. Can't deal with them. Okay, that's anxiety. Um, intimacy issues, right? I don't want anyone to see the real me. If I go, I'm too vulnerable right now. So I'm just gonna stay home because I don't need anybody to know like who the real me is. That's intimacy issues, okay? That's also seek therapy for that. I'm telling you, it helps. And I don't say seek therapy. I've always, I was like, you're always telling everybody to see a therapist. I love my therapist, okay? And she has done huge strides for me. It is not embarrassing. I always tell people, don't knack a therapy session, okay? But not all therapists are created equal. This is a serious like situation with therapy. We're going to come back to that. Um, and then nobody really likes me anyway. When you're doing that, that's low self-esteem issues. That's also therapy. All of these are therapy. <laughs> I, I pretty much had like all of these at one point or all of the above at one point in the last 53 years. Um, therapists, we're going to get back to therapists right now. Okay, so don't knack therapy. But again, like I said, not all therapists are created equal. It is a special relationship between you and a therapist. I sat down with more than a dozen therapists in my lifetime before I found my therapist now. And I love her. Like she's like, I feel so comfortable with her. And I know that I can talk to her even about the craziest stuff. And she listens and she will respond objectively. There is no, you know, judging. It's a safe space. However you want to like phrase it. I don't care. But know that your relationship with your, it's like a ding or a zing. There you go. Like, <laughs> like, like the Transylvania, Hotel Transylvanias. You got a zing like Drac. Um, you will zing <laughs> with your therapist. If you have not watched the show or you don't have kids, I'm sorry. But maybe you should watch it, Hotel, Hotel Transylvania. Any any of the ones. We watch every single one of them a thousand times a month. Um, but you got to zing with your therapist. And you'll know because it's just, you just know. It's kind of like when they say, oh, did you meet your husband? Did you always love him? Did you just know? Yeah, I did. You know, it's the same thing with your therapist. How do you know it's the right therapist? You just know. You won't go in there. I sat in a therapist. <laughs> Mr. Sith and I went to a marriage therapist. Um, and, and that's good, right? That's why our relationship is so strong through all the trials. Because we always, we have agreed 100% that we're working on us no matter what. And the law, the, the, once you get that established and that's in your foundation of your marriage, that you're in this, no matter what you're together, that it doesn't matter how I feel one day about him or how, well, how he feels about me the other day, deep down, we both know we love each other and we're in it to win it. You will never go wrong. 
So we were in this marriage therapy session and, and I'm in my defense, Mr. Sith found this therapist and I walk in and she has two different, like she, like her shoes are different. And I'm like, it, I, for the rest of the, I think we saw her twice, maybe three times. I could, I don't know what it was about her shoes. She, I just couldn't. And the way she talked was very therapist. <laughs> It was like, you're a therapist, but you think you're a psychologist, but you didn't want to go to extra school. It was just too much. Then she took out the hold, you know, I'm going to draw on the whiteboard. I'm like, you lost me. This is not my kind of therapy. I don't need lecture. I need to like dive in to find out why Mr. Sith annoys the shit out of me. And she, I just, she just, we didn't fit. So we just kept going because she was, she was a nutter. Um, let's just put it that way. Um, but you just, you got to keep trying it out. You never know. I saw a therapist once, uh, male, female, it doesn't matter. You might, you know, zing with a male, you might zing with a female. I zinged with a female. I saw tons of male therapists and I would say probably a handful of female therapists only because I personally found that I had trouble having relationships with them because I didn't trust them because I just, um, I've never had a lot of girlfriends in my life. I've always had dudes for friends. So it was very um, interesting that I would wind up finding a female therapist, but I had a male therapist once who flat out, I was telling him about like some blind date I went on and I was like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Why do people will not just, it was when I was single. Why will people just not acknowledge that it's okay to be single? I have things these people don't can't have, can't afford $700 via Spiga shoes, purses, traveling around the world. People cannot do this, okay? But I can because I'm single. And he was like, well, like, you're never going to want a family. And he was just like so done with me. It's like he took it personally. And, and that's no bueno either, right? And he was just like, well, I think you're just kind of in denial about that you're happy being single. And I'm like, well, how the hell do you know? You're not in my head. And then I proceeded to have like a 20 minute argument with him in the office like we were married. And he was like really insistent about how unhappy I was being single. And I'm just like, I'm going to shove my six inch via Spiegel, via Spiegel. I can't even talk because it's making me laugh because it was it was funny in hindsight, but I really wanted to like throw punch him uh, at the time. But I'm like, how dare you? Like, I'm going to stick this shoe right up your ass. Like, are you kidding me? I pay you. You guys sit here and tell me that I'm wrong because I like being single. I like being single. And let me just tell you right now, 53 years later, I thoroughly and wholeheartedly did enjoy being single. I traveled alone. I ate alone. I went places alone. I did not care. I like doing stuff by myself, okay? <laughs> and I don't have any hesitation saying that I enjoyed being single. But I also enjoy being married. And it's a whole, it's so much harder to be married. And I will say that straight up. People are always just like, Oh, it's so much easier when you're married because there's two people. No, it ain't. Okay. Because two people mean two personalities means two different. And that's a lot of conflict. Okay. If you don't know how to work through conflict, marriage is hard. Just the whole marriage in general. 
when people are just like, oh, we've been together for 20 years. We don't need to get married. That's BS. Absolute BS. It means that neither one of you will freaking commit. Oh, it's not about the paper, but it is. It's about committing to one person. That's hard. I can stay with anybody not being married for a super long time. Okay, because I got nothing to lose. But when you're married and you're making that commitment and that union and that then there are circumstances in the event that you fight over the fact that he got you, uh, what is it, a Butterfinger candy bar instead of a Snickers when you were pregnant. That was a three-day fight. We still laugh about it. He insists I told him I wanted him a Butterfinger. I never wanted a Butterfinger. I don't even like Butterfingers. I would never say that. Um, I wanted a Snickers. He brought me a Butterfinger when I was pregnant. Lost my mind. Three days. Three-day argument. That's commitment, okay? That's hard, okay? To have somebody tell you to your face that you told him you wanted a candy bar that you have not liked since you were a child. That's First off, that's balls that he literally told me to my face. This is what you told me. And then I like brought my mom into it. I'm like, mom, Mr. Sith came in here and I asked him to bring me a Snickers bar. And she's like, well, it's because you like Snickers. And I'm like, right? And I'm like, and, and so instead he brought me a Butterfinger. And my mom's like, she looked right at Mr. Sith. And she was like, yeah, she's never liked these. She would never tell you to buy this. Any other candy bar? Perhaps. But right now, I'm going to put my foot down with her. She did not ask for this. He insists that I asked him for that. And here's the thing. Mr. Sith likes Butterfingers. <laughs> Which is why. Like, so you literally, look, I'm still holding on to this shit. It's been like, oh, it's been like seven years. Um, You just, it's the little things, okay? But no, in the end. We're all going to struggle. It's okay. I don't send Christmas cards. I have good intentions every year. I don't send them. I don't have time. But when I do, they're all going to be like literally um, antique cards because <laughs> I buy them every year. I just haven't had time to do them. Am I going to beat myself up over that? I used to, but I can't anymore. I just can't. I had every intention of doing birthdays this year. I'm barely keeping up on my personal family. I'm barely keeping up. Can I keep up with other people's? No. Can I keep up with sending birthday cards to people who don't send me birthday cards? No. Can I keep up with doing, you know, all the, just no. No. Whether it's reciprocated or not. I actually just like sending those things because they make me feel good. Um, but if I don't have fun time, I don't. I don't moisturize. Somebody had mentioned that. In fact, I think three or four people mentioned how, like, they feel like they're lacking on their own, like, they're letting themselves down because they don't moisturize. I don't moisturize. I don't have time for that. I get out of the shower. I have every intention. I have, like, 9,000 different kinds of lotion. Nope. I don't use any of it. I'm using, like, scrubs now with oil in them, hoping that I'm providing some sort of moisture to my body. I'm not even joking. We're not lacking. Okay. Sometimes we order out. Sometimes we get extra shots in our coffee. Sometimes you need a bag of M&Ms. It's okay. It's okay. 
But if you feel that you're falling into those four categories, right? Depression, anxiety, intimacy issues, or low self-esteem, then you need to reach out for help and that's okay. It's totally okay. Um, you're not failing, okay? You don't have to apologize. Everybody apologize. I used to do that all the time. Oh my God, I totally forgot your birthday. I apologize. You know, oh my gosh, I didn't send you a Christmas card this year. I'm so sorry. No, don't be sorry. It's okay. We have to stop apologizing when our bodies simply cannot. When emotionally, we simply cannot. And when we are falling short, okay, on physical, right, and emotional and mental, right, the mentally, physically, emotionally, then we need to grab real hard on the one thing that never leaves us, and that is our spirituality. Only we control the spirituality, right? We think we do, right? But let me give you a little mind blower here. He's always there, whether we're holding on to him or not. He's standing right there. All you have to do is literally reach out and surrender. And he's right there. But all that other stuff, not it, it truly is not always there. Sometimes we're just not there mentally. Sometimes our bodies are just not there physically. Lord, I know that. It's okay. But the greatest gift that has ever been given to us is that God is always there for us spiritually. And when we finally let go of some of this, it's when we acknowledge and surrender and accept that that has happened and that we understand that. And then just give it to them. And then it's okay to see a therapist. Just saying. Just saying. So I hope this helps everybody a little bit. It's a rough time. We're going into spring. Summer's crazy. You know, we're finishing up spring breaks. It's just nuts. So I want you guys all to have an amazing day. Again, thank you again so much for your support. Make sure you're subscribing to the podcast here. Subscribe over at YouTube, Denise Sith, Finding Calm in the Chaos. And until next time, lead with kindness. Thank you, friends, for spending this time with me today. If you found some calm listening in, please take a moment to subscribe to Finding Calm in the Chaos. And just so you don't miss out on future episodes, make sure you're receiving notifications. Thanks again. Until next time, lead with kindness. <laughs>